0: Welcome to the Agoracom
1: Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you, and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news. If you're a sports fan and an investor, you're going to love this interview. Why? If You're going to know this. If you are 300 in baseball, you're in the Hall of Fame. If you shoot 50% in basketball, you're an icon. But what if you go 50 for 50 in drilling? If you go 50 for 50 in drilling, you're Green River Gold. That's the company that's with us today. Perry Little, he's a CEO, Company Trades in Canada, CCR, in the U.S., CCRRF. This is what you need to know about the company and why it's so great at this moment in time. We got gold holding firm above $2,000, and the electric vehicle revolution propelling demand for battery metals like never before. Uh, So the resource industry in total is going through what I call a significant and bullish transformation. But this success is presenting investors with a bit of a challenging decision. Should they focus on gold and precious metals? or seize the opportunity of what's what, what's going on battery metals where we know that's going well green river gold you got a small cap resource company that offers both thanks to something a powerhouse set of projects in british columbia that include the Quinnell, nickel magnesium talc project and the fontaine gold project as well as some lithium a silver project another gold silver all of these in some of the most prolific mining districts of british columbia So with electric vehicles projected to become a staggering $7 trillion mark by 2030, 2035 sales are expected at 75 million units versus 10.5 million units last year. Critical minerals like nickel are taken front center and that's what Green River Gold is focusing on. And the press release we're talking about today, Green River Gold reports assay results from their Quinnell nickel project intersect intersecting nickel magnesium cobalt chromium beginning at the bedrock surface for the 50th consecutive hole barry hall of fame running 50 for 50 man welcome back buddy
0: <laughs> good to see you george thanks for the intro i think you've done the whole pitch i could basically pack it in now i love That's your sports analogy i've got my
1: goaltender behind me here just back he's yep. got my back so yeah well, look, investors, especially in mining and resources, tend to be sports fans. We know that. So, you know, I want to put those numbers in perspective. But here's the quote I want to use as I get to my first question to you. It's from Kyle Townsend, who's your mine manager, who said, the consistent presence of nickel, magnesium, cobalt, and chromium across all 50 consecutive drill holes demonstrates the immense upside potential of the Quinell Nickel project. Let's talk about because a lot of people out there don't have never heard of fifty for fifty, and with such incredible consistency, put this into perspective for us, my friend.
0: Yeah, well, I've invested in a lot of mining stocks over the years, and I have to admit this is somewhat unique. Uh, we have uh, uh, the the deep purple magnetic anomaly, the thing that we're drilling. Uh, We just found out that we had it in 2021. When we started drilling, um, it's been consistent all the way across. It's almost getting boring. Um, Every hole looks like the next one. We've drilled over a a 10 kilometer length of this long anomaly that we've got. Um, We've only been down about as as far as 120 meters because we're just using a a modified Winky drill. We're, We're getting great success with a modified Winky drill. But uh, every hole looks the same. And we just got three more. We confirmed the uh, the assays. We're still drilling. We can drill right through the winter out there because we basically have a big shop in the town of Quinnell that we uh, run everything from. Our geologists, all of our operational people are only 45 minutes away from the drill site. So we're just gonna keep going right through the winter. We're anticipating sometime soon, we'll get our big drill results or our big drill permit. And then we can actually take the big drill out. We're gonna do 20, 300 meter holes. And that's what deep. I think the market will sort of wake up and see this this thing, because uh, the consistency is remarkable. Uh, it, every hole, top to bottom, and uh, starting in the first meter of bedrock, all the way down as deep as we've been, um, they all look the same. There's only there's only one well, two parts that look a little different, uh, and they're both positive things. Uh, we have on on one part of zone one, which is where we're gonna concentrate on doing a 43-101 over the next year. One part of zone one has uh, an anomaly. It's a bunch of talc and talc is the softest mineral and it's a a $3 billion annual market gets used in plastics, ceramics, pulp and paper. Um, We'll be proving that up as well. When we do this 43-101, we're gonna be drilling the the holes will be drilled uh, into the nickel, but also into this talc zone. Uh, Back in the 1980s, there were hundreds of pages written by an outfit that was going to build a standalone talc mine. They didn't care about low-grade near-surface nickel at the time. They didn't even look at it. They were just going to build a a talc mine, and it's got a natural market because it uh, goes into the pulp and paper industry, and we're within about three hours of five pulp mills, uh, all of which I believe are getting their talc product from Montana at this point you, know, you got to realize we're in Quinnell, british columbia so we're a long way away from montana so
1: so we've got uh we, we want to get to the talk in a second let's switch yeah. it back to the nickel because i also want to ask you yeah. about the average the average grade which is 0.18 percent now people who don't know nickel and 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 aren't geologists that's most people who are listening might say 0.18 that sounds like a low number just in general yeah. right but yeah. that number is pretty consistent with another major company just up the road, not literally up the road, but, you know, north of you guys, that that shares the same kind of nickel geology as you two. So how good is that 0.18%? Put that into perspective for us.
0: Well, when you consider how many tons of ore we probably have in this thing, uh, you know, size is a big part of mineral economics, uh, as is proximity to surface, and ours is at surface uh the company you're referring to is one of my favorites is giga metals and giga is 12 hours north of Winnell, so they're quite a ways up there they're a little challenged from an infrastructure standpoint they'll tell you that themselves uh but they've got i believe the fourth largest undeveloped nickel project on the planet and like ours it's near surface uh our initial metallurgy indicates that our nickel is in a form of pentlandite which is the same type of thing they have and uh, you can use froth location to get the nickel out of it. So the recovery rates are fairly good. And that's a big part of it is whether you can recover the nickel from the, uh, pr- from the ore. Um, so I think we're it's a, a pretty good analog if you take a look at GIGA to what we are. And uh, last August, a year ago in August, Mitsubishi bought 15 percent of Giga for eight million bucks. Uh, despite the, the the fact that I mean they they got I think their upfront capital costs and their pre-feasibility is about two billion dollars, and they'll be mining that thing for 30 or 40 years. It's uh, they probably got about 100 billion worth of nickel in the ground. I don't know if it will be at that size, but if you take our 14 linear kilometers and every hole we've drilled, this thing starts at surface. And we have similar grades to giga. They might be marginally higher, but not that much. Um, the other one I want to point out when we talk about those grades, uh, you know, so grade is only part of, of mineral economics, right? I mean, it's it's uh, uh, proximity to infrastructure, proximity to surface, uh, metallurgy, all those things are absolutely critical. Um, and we, we've certainly got all those other things going in our favor. But I, I want to point out another project that's much closer to us, but it's not nickel, it's it's copper. And that's the Gibraltar mine, which Tosico runs. And as the crow flies, I think we're maybe 60 kilometers away from Gibraltar. They're close to, to Williams Lake. We're close to Quinnell. You have to sort of drive in circles to get to it, but it's it's not that far away from us. And uh, they've been mining since, I believe, the 1970s. I think they closed for a little while in the 90s. But uh, they produce copper uh, and a little bit of molybdenum. Uh, and it's at surface or close to surface. And it's about 0. 0.25, 0.27 percent copper, and nickel's worth a lot more than copper is. So you know they they've been running that thing profitably for decades. That you know what people think, you know, yeah, you can't make money at those grades. Well, yeah, if the infrastructure is right, and we've got the same infrastructure, uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're yeah. 45 yeah. minutes in yeah. Cornell, and and has got 23,000 people, blue-collar workforce. Well, Cisco is building a gold mine on one side of us right now. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of other mines in the area. And uh, we're we're uh, pavement for 30 kilometers and then a well-maintained logging road the rest of the way down to our property. And that logging road actually is the western boundary of our property. And where the nickel is, is right off the logging road. So we, you know, we put a little bit of does It doesn't, it doesn't
1: get any better, like we've said before. We yeah. go to Tim, we could, Tim Hortons right now. In Quinell, yeah. grab a coffee, be out there in forty-five minutes, do some drilling with the Winky Drill, right, and then be back home in time for the game. And I mean, I mean, that's that's why. I mean, those, those grades are nice, but it's even better when you consider the fact that you're you're in a neighborhood. You're not in the middle of nowhere where you think I better have better, bigger grades. I need helicopters. I need housing. I need yeah. roads. You don't have any of that. You got Tim Hortons for God's sake, forty-five minutes away. Hey, Perry. Another thing is, uh, it's that you found all so far. The nickel that you're intersecting is at shallow depths, right? Yeah. You're we're not. I don't think people people don't know that, but it's not like you've gone down five hundred meters to find this stuff. Talk to us about how unique that is and why that plays another big part of this equation in uh in, in how profitable this could and how economical this could be
0: i don't recall another project like this by the way we're also 21 percent magnesium and there's some cobalt and chromium in there too so you know yeah i but, know uh, yeah it, 50 holes and uh many of them have been drilled in these two large outcrops I mean, oat crops are rare in the caribou there's usually forest covering everything these two large outcrops crops stand about 700 feet above the surrounding Caribou Mountains. And um, it made the the access very easy because you could just put a drill right into the rock. You could see where you're drilling. But these are giant mounds of nickel, magnesium, chromium, and cobalt. And everywhere we drilled holes in them, they're eight kilometers apart, these two giant, uh, uh, you know, hills, if you will. And uh, we drilled a few holes in between as well. Uh, but at surface, right, the first meter of every hole looks like the 50th meter of every hole, looks like the 100th meter of every hole. It's the same all the way down and it begins at surface. So there's no overburden, Uh, I won't exaggerate that. There are in the low spots, there is a little bit of glacial till. So sometimes we have to go through 10 or 20 feet of gravel uh before we hit that it's still
1: nothing at the end of the day. nothing <laughs> it's yeah
0: i mean it's you know, i shovel more snow than that off my
1: driveway you can already. get an umpire's brush and kind of dust that away you <laughs> yeah. know so, so i love the fact that you're being pure you're not saying there's no overburden but literally you could just dust that away it's with an just, umpire's yes, brush, unconsolidated right? material right it's,
0: this it's, is. it's it's gravel sort of shale type material that the glacier has left behind right and and uh but a lot of where we're going and, and where we'll be doing our 43101 by next summer, we hope is on zone one, which is one of those two great big, large outcrops. So we won't even really be dealing with any of the gravel to speak of on that part of it. And uh, so we're, we're thrilled to see what the heck we've got there. But yeah, it starts a surface. I, and George, I, I've i been around mining stocks for a long time. I don't recall another one where somebody's put 50 holes in and not hit any overburden, right? And we're at a point now we drill a hole we 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 know, right? You, you know that the first meter is gonna look like we we and, and we use an XRF gun, so we get immediate feedback. The the fabulous thing about this this operation is we're running it from 45 minutes away. So the guys jump in a crew a uh, truck in the morning and, and drive up. And it's one of our private enterprises that does drilling services that that shares the shop with Green River. So we've got on demand. You know, the guys are in there building core boxes and we say, okay, today we're going drilling. And they hop in the truck and they go up and they do drilling. They're all cross-trained basically. So uh we, we can run it very effectively, very efficiently. And we can run it all winter. We're drilling today, right? So it's it's uh...
1: so let, let's talk about that. The next big plan is you're awaiting a permit, you're gonna do about six thousand meters of drilling that's gonna come from about twenty holes. So yes. to do that, you're gonna need both the permit, which I'm assuming is, you know, just, just time, you know, you get that permit and funding
0: time. It's close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you get the permit, which you you have no reason to expect you are not going to get that obviously and financing. Let's talk a little bit about your, it's great that you're, you're doing this flow through financing and, and investors are getting an extra credit because you're drilling for nickel, which is a critical mineral, so this is, yeah. so how 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 awesome is it that you're getting that you're even more attractive than George Com, you know, uh, uh, gold over here who's trying to get flow through financing? Uh, it almost makes a slam dunk, I would think.
0: Yeah, it, we, we got the best of all worlds here because we've got a uh, uh, we, we've got fabulous gold and silver assets, which we can get into later if you want. That was originally why we picked up this ground. We knew there was potential for nickel on it and we knew this talc was there. But uh, we didn't know how good the nickel was going to look until we started drilling. So when uh, about a year and a half ago, when the budget came through, they gave an enhanced credit if you're looking for critical minerals and nickel, magnesium, cobalt, those are all on that critical minerals list. So normally you get a tax deduction when you buy flow through shares or whatever your marginal rate is, you get another 15% as a tax credit. Well, with critical minerals, you get another 15%. So if you're in the top tax bracket now in Ontario, you, you get back 83% of what you spend on these flow-through shares. Unbelievable. And the, the amazing thing is we're spending this, I think we're spending it very well, very efficiently, very effectively, because we can drill using, we've got the big rigs sitting there just waiting to go as soon as the permit's uh, in, we can be up there drilling. But we can drill very efficiently, um, but we're drilling for nickel, so you get the 83% you know, in that top bracket. Uh, but you're also getting the leverage to our gold and silver assets. That's not the part we're drilling right you're now. For free. You're just getting it. for free. You're getting all that stuff for next to nothing. And we've got 200 square kilometers of, of gold property uh, sitting between the Dam mine and Osifco's new Caribou mine, which has been permitted now. will be in production by the end of 2024. That's our neighbor. Right, we're on track. We're on line with Mount Polly and and uh, Karis Gold, Spanish Mountain Gold. They're all to the south of us. We got the aforementioned Gibraltar mine that Joseco runs. They're the, the those are all in the area. Uh, So there's mining all over the place. Um, You know, we're right on the gold trend. I think our gold property is great. We've got Kaimar Silver as well, which is 16 square kilometers with a bunch of old artisanal silver mines, past producing mines uh, that produce silver, lead, zinc, and a bit of copper. And that's down near Invermere, actually. So that's quite a ways from us. But we love that property. When silver heats up, we'll go down and spend some money on that one as well. But for now, the focus is on the nickel. So you get exposure to all of our gold and silver assets. But you get the extra tax rate off that comes because we're, we're we're drilling for nickel. And there's no question we're going to hit you know nickel again. I mean, it's we know it's there, right? So
1: so if everything if everything goes well, Perry, not not perfect. Nothing ever goes perfect. Uh, but if everything goes well, you raise the money, you start, drill, you get the permit, you start drilling. You're talking about give us night, give give us a cadence between now and the 43101. You know how long would it take to get the 20 holes done? How often are you going to be? You know, are you going to do five holes at a time? So five holes and and then send them in for assay. Keep going. Give us a give us a sense of the cadence because it seems like by summertime yeah. you said you'll be ready we- for 43101.
0: Oh yeah, uh, we, we, we'll we send, as soon as we get that permit, we could be up there drilling. Uh, we figured 100 to 120 days of drilling uh, to, to do those holes uh, and we'll be simultaneously working on all the engineering and everything to get the 43101 done. The, the people that we're using to uh, do that have already gotten access to our database for all the holes that we've drilled. So we'll be able to use that as well. Um, so yeah, we think we can put it together pretty quickly. And that 43101 will be on a portion of zone one where part of it is just sort of nickel, magnesium, whatever. The other part of it's got the talc. So we want to cover both is what we want to do. Because that that talc thing, I mean, technically, if the talc looks as good as what they thought it did back in the 80s and every hole we've drilled indicates it's as good as what they've got or what what they showed, uh, you know, we we could put a talc mine together and use that to fund everything else. Uh, so this that'll just big. solve
1: your. It's not like you're going to become filthy rich off that, but that pretty much solves all your uh, financial requirements for reasonable drilling and reasonable things. And by the way, for everyone watching, listening at home, when when Perry says talc, we're we're kind of talking about like like talcum powder, right? Almost, we're talking about the yeah. same yeah, family, it's, it's right? Uh,
0: yeah, and talcum powder's got a bit of a bad rap because of the Johnson and Johnson stuff. But uh, you know, like if you're gonna you know have a bad business in it, maybe you should tell your customers. But talc and powder is about, I think, one percent of the uh, the the global market. The vast majority of talc goes into ceramics, plastics, pulp and paper, industrial solvents. Uh, it's in it's it's the softest of all minerals. It's number one on the hardness scale. Everything else is based off of that. So it's an incredibly soft mineral, and as a result, has some unique uses. The annual market around the world is about three billion dollars. And one of the big uses is pulp and paper. And we've got pulp mills all over the area where we are. So, uh, you know, we'd have a natural advantage uh, should we uh, choose to produce this and should it be economic. But again, it starts at surface. It it occupies only a portion of the deep purple magnetic anomaly. It's an altered zone. Here's what's interesting about it, George, is that um, when we we went up there we first started to drill the magnetic anomaly, the first place we went is where they had drilled the talc. Okay, because we thought let's find out why we're getting a magnetic signature off this area where we know there's all this talc. Well, it turned out that along with the talc, there's nickel, magnesium, cobalt, and chromium. Okay, it's in the same spot. Now the 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 nickel grades, the magnesium grades are a little lower where the talc is mixed in with it. You back up a little bit, you get away from the talc, the grades go up. But there is a mine in Finland that is mining talc and straining the nickel out of the tailings. Okay. So we could theoretically have a combined talc nickel mine on the one
1: spot, which uh, if you think about it. And, uh, and if we ended know. the interview right there, be like, wow, Perry's really on to something here. You know, he's really on to something. This is amazing. I got to take a closer look because I'm, I'm liking what I hear, but let's touch a little bit, just a little bit of the fact that we, and you already have, but you got the Fontaine gold project. Right, And you've got the Kymar Silver Project, which are just coming along. And you've got a couple of others, but I want to limit it to those for, for this part of the conversation. So my gut tells me at some point, Perry, given how well things are going on the nickel side, um, it almost would make sense to spin those out at some point. Uh, but for now, all yeah. shareholders are getting a free ride uh, on off the gold and silver talk to us about fontaine because we talked about carmar but talk to us about fontaine and why you know investors should be interested in, in that asset as well
0: yeah the 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 caribou area is known for gold it was the site of the caribou gold rush back in the 1860s 1870s uh, it's difficult to find the hard rock gold because you're you're in forested mountains, right? It's not like Canadian Shield Country where the rocks are sticking up out of the ground everywhere. It's it's difficult to find oak crops. You know, you've got usually a little bit of this glacial till and some trees sitting on top of the hard rock. Uh, so it's difficult. But as O Cisco's proven next door to us, you can prove millions of ounces of gold. That's uh, the old Barkerville gold mines. So we picked up Fontaine. Uh, we bought the 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 for piece of it for a little bit of money and we staked everything around it. And then we've added to it. So we now have 200 square kilometers of property, which is huge holding. But we staked right up to what was called Barkerville gold mines. And that was in 2019. Uh, Barkerville gold mines have been in existence for a long, long time, kept alive on a shoestring. Frank Callahan. Uh, Frank Callahan, he'd managed to keep that thing going forever and, and proven up, I think about 4 million ounces of gold or something at that point. Um, I knew it was good we used to invest in it back when i was a broker years ago and and so i'd followed it for years uh but i don't think most people realize what that company was worth well, Cisco did so one month after we staked our property Cisco bought barkerville for 335 million and Cisco, uh not being short of cash started drilling to beat the band they had 10 rigs going for about two years straight they they just peppered the thing with holes and then they uh, fast track the mine. So they've got it permitted now, and they'll be in production by the end of 2024. So when we stake their property, which we love-
1: And you're right staked- beside that. And most companies would say, with all this action going on literally right beside us, we're all in gold. And that's yeah. what I want you to tell that story, because for you to almost leave Fontan sitting on the shelf for now with that kind of story yeah. and, and really focusing on the nickel- man, that puts Green River in a really great position. Uh, and that, that I, very...
0: Getting back to your stuff, on George, George on, on splitting the companies, is something we've actively considered, and I could see that happening down the road. Uh, we, we've got uh, strange bedfellows, right? Because people are looking for battery metals, aren't necessarily gold and silver bugs. Gold bugs yeah, aren't necessarily exactly. looking for battery metals. So we... we when we when we staked the area with the nickel, we we knew there was potential for nickel there. We knew the talc was there, but it was it was a sideline at the time. Uh, when we got the magnetic study back, we looked at it and went, oh my goodness, we got to go drill this thing. and then our our sh- our focus shifted. And as soon as we started hitting nickel, you know you got to play the hot hand, right? I mean, we know exactly where it is, and we can add value with every drill hole. yeah, We're earlier stage with the gold, right? so um, and and Kymar Silver, we pretty much know where we drill at Kymar Silver, too, because there's six old, our old mines on that thing. So, you know, we'd like to put some money into that
1: eventually as well.
0: Uh, we'll never get full. You're right. You can't percent. get
1: investors to invest in both of those. They either want the critical minerals or they want the precious metals. At some point, it's going to make sense to put the gold and silver into a separate company. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put and, words in your mouth, but that just seems to be the logic, right?
0: We've in, entertained all kinds of ideas on how to do that. And and uh, it's top of mind right now. Uh, so what 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 happens is we get people all the time saying, well, you know, why don't you rename it Green River Nickel? Uh, two reasons. If I name it re, Gr- Green River Nickel, uh, uh, gold will go to 10,000 bucks an ounce. I'll be able to, I, I know that's going to happen. Just like- oh, by track 100%, director, I love the fact that you said that. My track record of investing in Africa. If you ever want to know, I know nothing about Africa politics, but I will tell you, I can tell you where the next military coup will be by simply investing a dollar in that country. Okay. I, yeah, I can find yeah. the next military coup. And I'm the same way with my timing on on uh, naming a company. So. So we're not changing it to Green River Nickel unless we separate it out from Green River Gold. Yeah, um, yeah. It, At that it's, point, it's,
1: I might argue for the name like Deep Purple Nickel or something like that and leave Green River Gold out the gold. You know, that oh, would, yeah. that, I've, I'd love to see uh, you know, that kind of because it's deep purple, right? That's uh, and and uh, and, That's and you it, got the stock symbol, CCR, but uh, people hopefully and, are going to put that got, together.
0: We got a little gold project near Lilloweth that we called uh, Midnight Special. So we're sticking with our CCR theme here. So yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. We we're got to talk about ones. that, we, but
1: yeah, great name. Uh,
0: so but yeah, so sounds, it,
1: it sounds great where you've got the position you've put shareholders in uh, and time has been Time has been good to you because gold didn't really have a whole lot to say in the last three years, and now suddenly we've moved firmly over 2,000, holding over 2,000, and my call has been if it closes above 2150 for three to four days, we're off and running at that point. And and I think at that point, Nachi Silver will go with it, so then you really have the grounds for, okay, let's spin these out now and 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 move and move on.
0: Try to work the timing properly on it. But, yeah, we want to be able to finance those things and and uh, and really go after them hard as well. But uh, I think probably it's uh, it's beneficial to separate them out before we do that. So that's probably coming somewhere down the line, and you know that I think will enhance the value for for clients should we choose to do that. Um, it, it's uh, yeah, it's an exciting. Yeah exciting potential you sound, we're, we're you sound like mission,
1: you sound like yes. you sound like mission impossible because a couple of times you've said should we choose to take on this? yeah yeah <laughs> should we choose yeah. to to spit it out it's funny the way you say it, it sounds exactly like mission impossible are you tom cruise oh, yeah. wearing a mask by any chance you know tom cruise <laughs> is famous for that he wears a mask are you tom cruise well
0: if, if this is a mask i picked one hideous mask <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know what? You picked the right one. That's for sure because you look like you look like a mining king right now. So, Barry, thanks man. Thanks so much for for bringing us up to date with this. Congratulations on going 50 for 50 and we know it's not all you. You got Kyle and the rest of your team and oh, uh team. what I really yeah. am looking forward to is the next 6 months as you guys drill deeper on these next 20 holes and then come out 43 43101 uh, to really show people what you got, because I think that's when fireworks really start to happen. The game starts to change, and 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 it's a whole new ball game. But congratulations, my friend. Right before Christmas, giving everyone the confirmed assays that take us 50 for 50. I think it's fantastic, and I can't wait to have you back. Great.
0: Thanks a lot, George. Good to see you again.
1: For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Perry Little, he's a CEO at Green River Gold. The company trades in Canada under CCR in the in the U.S. For our friends there, CCRRF. For those new to the story, if you love battery metals or precious metals, or if you love them both and you're kind of torn, then Green River Gold is the company you got to do your due diligence on, especially with the nickel going 50 for 50. Look, Perry and I have had a lot of fun in this interview, but all kidding aside, the numbers speak for themselves. 50 for 50, consistency, shallow depths. I mean, it's just got all the earmarks of potential success. So hopefully you'll do your due diligence and hopefully today you discovered your next amazing junior resources company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.
0: Hey guys, this podcast is over. Don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then,
1: don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss
0: another one great Agotagoma Small Cap podcast.